Good morning and welcome to Friday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group in our brand new time slot in Colorado. Phoenix, you are unaffected. We're going to be in the same spot we've always been. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And and I feel like, you know, maybe maybe uh, the, the, the gold and silver gods are smiling upon us today uh, with, our, with our scheduled change. Uh, gold is broken out. Silver has broken out. Gold's up 22 Make it twenty-three dollars now. Eighteen thirty-two silver up a dollar. Wow. Uh, well, you know what? That's how it is. You know, I, we we talk about pulling on that rubber band thing. It finally snapped. Uh, silver now almost twenty-five dollars to the ounce in, and I'm happy to announce I'm I'm joined today, and I'm going to be joined uh, all the days for well at least <laughs> the foreseeable future. <laughs> Uh, with my partner, uh, good friend, uh, fellow uh, contributor to everything that we're doing at Patriot and the radio station, uh, Jason. Jason Walker's with us. Jason, good morning, man. What a morning. Yeah, you know, he said he had rain yesterday morning. It seems like we always get your weather the next day. There's a little, little rain this morning here in Colorado. So uh, you're, you're my weather forecaster, Joe, because every time you talk about the weather, <laughs> I know that that's what I got tomorrow coming. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there, apparently, you know, we, 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 we knew about, you know, that hurricane in, you know, that devastated New Orleans. Uh, there was another hurricane actually coming up, uh, the, like the Baja Coast, uh, and that's where all that rain came from uh, or the, the other day, which is heading your way. So here's the good news, though. The sun is out today. Uh, the weather, anyway, at least what I've seen, low 100s uh, here in the, the Valley of the Sun, and that's... That's actually pretty good. The one thing that's been weird this year, it's rained a lot here, a lot of humidity too, which makes it a little bit sticky out there. Yeah, that same thing with Colorado. We're pretty dry right here in the Front Range. And there's other parts of Colorado that aren't quite as dry, but yeah, the uh, the plains out here are kind of a desert plains, and it's uh, not quite as dry as where you're at, but it's we get dry stuff out here. That's why people like to yeah, come here. They don't have that, they don't have that humidity. People hate that humidity. They they leave the East Coast and the South, and they come here to Colorado or Arizona and and uh, they can handle 100 degrees. Yeah, absolutely. It's a totally different atmosphere. You know, 103 degrees here uh, is nowhere close as hot as 103 in Texas or Florida, New York, or any of those other places. You guys are listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. This is our new time slot in Colorado. Uh, Phoenix time slot is unchanged. Uh, then Jason and I, we're going to do two more hours of radio after this, uh, Ryan is working on the schedule as we speak. It'll be up before the end of the day at 1360KHNC.com. We got a lot of changes uh, in the works. It's going to make the radio station even better. We're super excited about it. And apparently the gold and silver markets are excited about it as well. Uh, we have the jobs numbers out today. I've, I've been telling you, you know what? I've been telling you this number was going to be bad from the jobs number from last month, uh, just because the the government and the Federal Reserve, they never want to tell us the actual number. So they always got to seasonally adjust it. They always got to manipulate the data. And the way they do it, last n- month's number was over-manipulated to the plus side. This number wasn't. Uh, it was a big, big miss, though. Uh, even... 
uh, even probably bigger than I thought it was going to be. They were looking for 750,000 jobs, and then this morning they lowered it to 720,000 jobs created in the month of August. The number came in at 273,000. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Jason, that was, that's not even in the ballpark. I don't. Why don't these people just call me? That's the that's the kind of numbers. I'll help them. That's the kind of numbers you're on a football team. You get cut. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, anybody out there. You know what's so funny is there was a bunch of people out there that were still calling for like a million jobs, oh, and, and I really am scratching my head saying what. What are these people? What data are these people possibly looking at? But yeah, it was a big, big miss to the downside. But that wasn't, you know, that was bad. Okay, Let, let's let's face it, that was bad. But now people are saying, oh, well, now the Fed doesn't have to taper, and of course they don't want to taper. <laughs> they can't. But the other data that came out today, Jason, and I'm just watching while gold has gone nuts now. Uh, up 25. Uh, silver's now up a dollar in change. Um, but the other data, ISM survey data came out as well. It doesn't make the headlines, but let me tell you, the stagflation in that report was off the charts. And then Walmart, uh, they made a major announcement today as well, Jason. Listen, they can't pay people enough. People are not going to work. For seven twenty-five an hour, they're not going to work for nine dollars an hour, ten dollars an hour, eleven dollars an hour, twelve dollars, fifteen dollars. Walmart announcing effective September twenty-fifth, five hundred and sixty-five thousand employees are going to receive a raise of at least a dollar an hour, and they said a lot of their departments are going to be uh, paid even more than that. Uh, but of course, you know, again, Jason, it's not enough. Well, and, and the prices it's on the shelves—the prices on the shelves will go up two dollars an hour. <laughs> well, that's exactly what's going to happen again. But th- this is the whole nonsensical transitory thing. You better buckle up. Listen, stagflation is coming. The economy is slowing down because the gov. You know, hey, when we stop giving everybody a check, things are going to get slower. Uh, but then again, is this going to be leverage for the Democrats? to spend even more money. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Yesterday afternoon. You never, you know, when you're in business for 25 years, when you have office locations, you know, we got an office here in Arizona, we got an office in Colorado, you never know who's going to walk in the door. Just don't know. Yesterday, I had two thousand silver rounds walked through my door here in Phoenix. Jason ran them last night on on their show uh, yesterday afternoon. And Jason, uh, w- w- I'm sorry, uh, and I know I should have had, it was 580 a roll, right? 580 I mean, a roll. Is that where we're staying? Because <laughs> silver, silver has gone up a dollar. Right. But you know how we like to do it here. We, we want to give you the best price and the best products possible. Once again, we are the cheapest in the country. Uh, we've got uh, 100 rolls of silver rounds. And, and let me tell you right now, 
These aren't, you know, the these old beat up rounds. You know, like uh, they used to have. You know, remember Jason, like the prospector rounds yep. and all of those that were. They're all toned and worn out. These rounds are fresh. They 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 were in the. They come in. They when they when they make cases of rounds, they put them in these cardboard boxes and. They're in their original boxes. Uh, we've got uh, a magnitude of different designs. I think we've got three or four different designs. Uh, we've got a, a St. Gaudens design. We've got a Morgan design. We've got a Sunshine Mint design. I mean, all kinds of cool ones. Uh, Buffalo. Well, you know, we, we've got a, a, a bunch of them, but these things are brand new. And... Just to kind of give you an idea, you know, we're at you're at twenty nine dollars an ounce, and, and silver is bumping up on twenty five bucks. That's a, only four dollar spread. That is the cheapest spread on silver we've seen since before the pandemic. I mean, really, and Jason will tell you this: silver prices, or well, I should say, silver supply really started having problems in January of 2020 yeah. before COVID got here. That's right. And premiums have, have stretched out and, and have gone uh, parabolic. You know, when you think about, uh, like, U.S. Silver Eagles right now, they're $35.50. So th- this is, you know, you're, you're $6.50 uh, below a Silver Eagle you're never going to make that premium up. This is by far the best buy in silver uh, probably in a year and a half. Uh, we got 100 rolls around, silver rounds. They're live in Phoenix. They will be on their way to Colorado. Uh, Jason will have them probably before the end uh, of next week. So they're going to be available quickly. Uh, they're $580 a roll at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Gold and silver breaking out this morning uh, as the jobs number was nowhere close uh, to the seven hundred and fifty thousand they were expecting. Of course, I told you that from day one. I've been telling you that for a month now. Uh, but but now this is you know when you think about chart stuff, Jason. Right, these are key levels where yep. all of a sudden all the shorts got to cover uh, and and go long, and that and that's why you're seeing this snap back. Uh, I expect uh, gold and silver to continue to rally uh, throughout the rest of the year because here's what I think: the Fed is going to delay tapering as long as possible. They don't even want to taper. They have no intentions of fighting this inflation. But I do believe before the end of the year, inflation is going to be so great that they're going to be forced to taper. But I think you're going to see this this patterns emerging now, Jason, where we've right. got the economy slowing and inflation rising. Everybody is raising pay. Everybody's raising pay. Uh, you know, we had uh, the the founder of Home Depot, Ken Langone, out there saying, what the heck is the Fed thinking? This isn't transitory at all, and I think they're going to have to start the taper. But I think it's going to be late in the year, 
and it's going to be too little too late, Jason. Well, and, and let me say this. The, uh, the Fed is uh, – they kind of, like, hide the truth behind – White lies. <laughs> they, they they tell you what they're going to do, but it's it's not really the way they say they're going to do it. So when they said transitory, Joe, uh, you've been hearing this word from the Fed, transitory, under their numbers. Because if you look at the 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 century of the of the two thousands, if you look at it, you know, real inflation is about nine percent a year, pretty much every year. And and transitory with with inflation, Joe, what they're saying is, well, we got a little two percent that we talk about all the time. Well, we're not going to have that. And whatever transitory is, it's going to be raising the price of everything, and then it'll stop. And the prices aren't going to come down. Then they'll go back to their 2%. Their idea is they're going to, I think, try to inflate us out of a, an emergency that's getting ready to happen. Um, I got this article I'm going to talk about, Joe, which kind of it goes right along with what you're saying. Uh, this guy predicted in uh, April 16th, 2020, there's an article I'll talk about. But uh, Yeah, let's get into it because... You know, this is something where if you want to look, you can put the pieces of the puzzle together. Right. The problem is because the, you know, because of the gaslighting and, and, you know, everybody's turned into a quote-unquote stock investor, and now they've even got uh, the millennials and the kids in it. You know, uh, you know I've got an 18-year-old, and, and now, uh, by the way, uh, I missed it. I think, thankfully, I told them happy birthday the other day. It was my son's birthday, my oldest son's birthday yesterday. I wished him a happy birthday um, the day before, so I, I covered my bases there. But... They took their, you know, they got money, right, from the government. And they took that money and they, they've been buying stock and, 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 and thinking that they're uh, these great stock traders and, and valuations are blown up because they, they, they really don't know the truth. What they know is just what they see on on the idiot box or uh what's that what's that uh site where they all are on there wechat or whatever right. it may be i forget the name of it <laughs> twitter or whatever you know, yeah yeah they're, they're all following all of that stuff but if you look under the covers you can see uh where this is headed and there was an article jason's talking about this was in barron's wasn't it last no, so, year yeah check this out so this is april 16th 2020 it's in forbes Forbes, my bad, Forbes. And it, it's written by Nathaniel Baker. So, so what I, the reason I brought this to Joe, and when, as soon as Joe, uh, uh, the, he had the, his oh crap meter hit as soon as I, I talked about this, this article is about a guy named David Hunter. David Hunter is the chief macro strategist at uh, Contrarian Macro Advisors. This is April 16th. This is when everything was crashing, Mar- March and April last year with the COVID crash, right? And it, and it stopped. As fast as it crashed, it stopped and started coming back. But this is right in the heat of it, when a lot of people thought maybe it was still going down. This guy said he saw exactly what was going to happen. Here's what he said. <clears throat> There's a melt-up that's going to happen into the year 2022, two years, two years from the, from, uh, from the article. Uh, it will end up with a 1929 market crash of 80%. Uh, it was also that he also voices on the Contrarian Investor podcast if he could find it. Uh, he couldn't predict the COVID nineteen that 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 came and and uh, shocked the markets last year. He, you know, nobody really saw that when when these things happen. But he said the uh, the, uh, the twenty twenty sell off that that we saw in in March and April 
is the setup of a melt-up that will be starting now, meaning April of, of 2020. Stimulus uh, is going is, is the, uh, the main factor in inflation. He says the the S and P. Uh, if you look at the, if you look at these numbers, Joe, in the S and P in April of this year was 2,500. Now the S and P is around 4,500. So you're you're seeing a melt up. That's almost a hundred percent on the S and P. Not even a year. Uh, so in about two years, he said. When this melt-up happens, this crash will happen. He said the S&P will go down to 800. It'll be the biggest bear market since 1929. It will happen fast. From peak market to bottom will be less than six months. He says inflation will return uh, this year, which it has, and will continue to happen until until this melt-up crash of the markets. He said uh, uh, inflation will come out of its multi-decades hibernation, uh, and remember, this is 2020, Joe. There was no inflation in April and, and March of 2020. The inflation wasn't here. He would, he yeah, would, and that's the key. This is something where, again, when you start thinking about how this guy put the pieces of the puzzle together, right? He said, hey, listen, I couldn't predict COVID. But I sure as heck can predict the massive uh, response that the central bank and our government did. And it's amazing when you think about how many trillions they pumped into this economy, and it was just giveaways. Right? Yep. How could we have not, what, using COVID as an excuse, gotten infrastructure done? As a, just as an example, right? Hey, we got COVID out there. Let's spend a bunch of money. Let's get our roads and our bridges done. They didn't do that. No, instead, what did they do? They bail out Wall Street. Yep. Right? And then they, they started sending consumer checks and don't pay your rent and don't pay your student loans and don't do this and don't do that and don't go to work. And all of that, that's really garbage spending. right? It, 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 all as it does is, is create what we knew what was going to come. And this guy accurately predicted, listen, we're going to have massive inflation. Right. He goes on, he goes on Joe, to say, and this is what he's predicting in later in 2022, uh, with this inflation moving into the, into next year, it will be the first inflationary recovery since the 70s. It will exceed the one that ended with 20% inflation in 80 and 81, two years from when he wrote the, when he spoke this. I mean, he he was timing it, which his timing is, is eerily close. He says close. next year. So next in year. 2020, he predicted by 2022 that I'm assuming the central bank is going to be forced to fight this inflation. Yep. The transitory will go where they want it to go, Joe, and then, bang, interest rates may go to 25%. That's what he's basically saying. I that guy's wrong. Can I say this right now? I pray that he's not right. But if he is right, because then the, the, the S&P at 800. that would be. Uh, eight, uh, S&P at 800 is very possible under that situation, Joe, at 25%. <laughs> well, without a doubt, let's, let's face it. We know from a dollar perspective, we've never spent this kind of money before. We've never increased the money supply like this before. We've never had to deal with the amount of debt 
that we've piled on. Because you got to remember, listen, interest rates have essentially been zero, by and large, by and large, for what, the last 13, 14 years? Yep, since the beginning of Barack Obama. I mean, we and, and, and really when you think about that, we've added, when you add the Fed's balance sheet to the equation, and not counting all the other central banks, we've added almost $30 trillion of debt during that time. You know, because the national debt, when Obama got it, was about $10 trillion. Now we're getting ready to cross $30 trillion, plus the Fed's balance sheet. They've got almost $10 trillion on that balance sheet. Yep. So when you sit there and you say, okay, listen, I'm just going to go back... The, the crash that we saw, you know, after fighting the inflation in, in the 70s. You go back to, to the crash of 1929, right? You start, you go back to the tech crash. You go back to the financial crisis crash. And then you make assumptions about all this stuff that we've done. And it makes sense that this would be the worst of them all. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800 uh, silver rounds, uh, Arlene. I had a, the wrong price online. I just corrected it. I apologize. It was early this morning. Uh, we got silver rounds. We're the best price out there. Uh, $580 a roll. Uh, we had 100 rolls to start the show. They're going quick. And, Joe, let me Get say something about that away. price, Joe. That price is so cheap, you could probably take those rolls and resell them to your friends or you guys that work, you know, the guys at, the, at your job. <laughs> that's that's what I used to do on, when I was on my own. If I got something that was super cheap like that, it's like, yeah, hey, I, I could probably sell these for 600 bucks for all. I'll pick up an extra four or five rolls and uh, pawn them off to my friend, my family and some of my uh, coworkers. And, and, like, and it happened, you know, listen, it was, was it luck? Sure, right? I mean, the guy sold them to me yesterday. Silver goes up a dollar. Silver goes up a I buck. Mean, you know, you know and, I, and I'm going to, and, and I try to do this when we can Right? If I can ignore the price, I'll ignore it. Uh, the, the big thing, though, especially for gold and silver, because we've been fr- it's been a frustrating summer, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right, gold <laughs> and silver not moving, not reacting. They've done a great job keeping it under wraps. Uh, but this is the breakout, you know, that that they've been waiting for. And again, this is just kind of the end of the of the story. For the Federal Reserve. Well, and Joe, right? and Joe they, they look, look, Joe, look what's happened this year. You've got property going up. You got the stock market going up. You got Bitcoin going up. You got lumber going up. You got the whole world uh, thinking they can just throw money at anything. It's not just that. We got uh, sports memorabilia going yes. up. We got Pokemon cards going up. I mean, you, your housing prices going up. Rents going. Up. I mean, there's almost nothing not going up. And then gold's just kind of sitting there flat the whole time. What do you think those big guys uh, up in high places are buying right now? Why do you think they're taking gold from uh, countries and, <laughs> and not letting them have their gold back? Uh, the the smart about, players are buying it. Right. Think about one month ago when, hey, I got a dog just walked into the studio here. Hi, pups. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. This live radio. Uh, a month ago, remember, they hammered gold overnight remember yep they knocked gold down a hundred dollars silver's almost three dollars not quite three dollars higher than it was at the low of that day silver uh 
was down to 1670 for a few minutes. And less than 30 days later, now we're talking about, hey, gold's breaking out 1830 and rising uh, because the, 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 the lies, and, and, you know, whether you want to call them white lies or the mischaracterization of the data or whatever you want to, to say that it is, is turning out to be false. Just, and, and, again, I've said it just like I told you uh, on that day. Get ready for a terrible jobs report 30 days later. Am I Nostradamus? No. No. But I know how to look at actual data. I know what's real and what isn't. And when you do that, it's just like the guy that, that wrote that article in Forbes over a year ago. Saying, let me tell you what's really going to happen here. And let me, let me add to that real quick, Joe, that David Hunter that, that made these predictions. Let, let's just do a, a number right now that, that sort of says maybe this guy's on to it where there might be a huge market crash next year. Have you ever you've, have you seen the Buffett indicator? The market yes. right now yes. is at 238% over GDP. It's, and, it's the and, highest and it's ever been. Highest ever. Yeah, what, what Jason's talking about, we're talking about valuations. So everybody's got their favorite valuation there's one actually called the buffett valuation which is how warren buffett goes about determining whether or not he wants to go out and buy companies because that's really what warren buffett does right he takes other people's money and he goes out there and and he uses his his metrics to see whether or not it's a good buy and there's a reason why warren buffett hasn't bought any companies and bought anybody and, and the, the, the thing that Jason's pointing, pointing out is his metrics of how he values the, these companies, they've never been more overvalued ever. Ever. And Warren Buffett's been around a long time. So more overvalued than the 87 crash. More overvalued than the dot-com crash. More overvalued than the financial crisis. You know, so you think about... Uh, what we're talking about, and it really doesn't matter what valuation metrics you use, you know, whether you use uh, current valuations, the CAPE valuation, Case-Shiller valuations, price-to-earnings valuation. Uh, Buffett likes to use the, that GDP valuation. All of them are flashing either past their previous all-time highs I think there's, Jason, of the, there's about 120 of them. There are still one or two that are just below their all-time high. Yeah, That's one, it. One, one is the, uh, the S&P 500 P.E. ratio. It's at the levels of the dot-com crash level moving towards the housing crash. So it's not at its top, but it's, it's in between the dot-com crash and the housing crash. That's where the S&P 500 P.E. ratio is at. Wow. I know like the Cape valuation, it's already passed uh, the the 29 crash, uh, and, and it's only one left for that one is the dot-com one. And it's right next to it, uh, 43 uh, to 39 uh, on that one. I think those are the only two. Yep. Yep. I mean, I'm not much of a numbers guy, Joe, because uh, I'm, I'm on your show, so I'm going to try to do more numbers. I'll, I'll start going back into numbers because I, I think it's all false and fake. It's all phony. 
I don't really do a lot of numbers on our afternoon show, and so I, I think it's, it's information light. I'm more of uh, looking at the social situation around the markets, but I can look at numbers just like anybody else. I know where to go. Yeah, well, look at numbers. And, and you know what? Though, when you're sitting there trying to decide, okay, what what, what do I believe? Because, you know, you, you go home and you're looking at, maybe you're looking at your 401k balance and you're like, oh, hey, it's moving. Look, at it. it's finally, star- I'm starting finally to, to get some money in it. Right? And, and so you want to believe, right? You go out and you see, listen, when you see all these now hiring signs, it's not a great thing for your your paper investments for for Wall Street, that's not a positive, especially with what we're seeing now, because they can't get people to work. They can't get them to work, like I, and we said it earlier. Listen, fifteen dollars isn't enough. Well, when the, when's the last time you heard Walmart? We're going to raise everybody's pay by a dollar an hour starting uh, in three weeks. I have a feeling when the rent forgiveness comes to an end, there's going to be a lot of people looking for jobs, Joe. Well, and again, you're going to also see, unfortunately, people don't understand that rent forgiveness, what's going to happen. Rents are going even higher. Because all of these people are going to get kicked out, and they got to find another place to live. Rents are going to go much higher because of it. The exact opposite of what you think. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Inflation. The destruction of confidence in fiat currencies purchasing power. Really, isn't that, isn't that a great way of saying what it really is? What does inflation really mean? It really is, hey, all that money you're printing, all that... All that money you're creating out of thin air, it's not worth what it used to be. You know, the, 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 it's always been a great example. Eric used to talk about the Romans and the denarius. And back in the older times, you know, the minting wasn't as sophisticated. So the, uh, when they were minting their, their gold denariuses, there wasn't any reeds. It wasn't a perfect circle uh, it, and what the Romans were doing in order to fund what they, you know, they, their expansion and their military and their roads and their bridges and, and all this social stuff that they were trying to do, they started clipping the coin. They would just shave a little bit off of the denarius. And then pretty soon, the vendors that were out there selling the bread and, and and selling the the produce, they would charge two denarius for a loaf of bread, and then the guy they they would hand them the two, and one was clearly smaller than the other one. And they're like, "Well, wait a minute. Now I want three, because I don't know if I'm going to get a big one or a small one, right? And this is exactly." what's playing out here just a little differently instead of you know it's not like your your dollar bills are getting shaved off and all of a sudden hey this twenty dollar bill i have is a little bit smaller than my other twenty dollar bill it works exactly the same joe it works exactly the same right it's the same premise which is hey guess what 
I no longer can accept $15,000 for a new car. I need 45000 right? I need, I, I, I can't work anymore for $10 an hour. I need twenty. right? The, the work hasn't changed. This hasn't changed. The only thing that's changed is the amount of money created out of thin air. It's not backed by anything. We talked about it yesterday, full faith and credit. Right? Do you actually believe that the United States government can make good on all of this debt? And I don't think there's anybody out there, Jason, that will say yes to that. No. Yeah, now, yeah, what yeah. they'll say yes to, what they'll say yes to is, oh, well, no, they won't default because they'll just keep printing the money. <laughs> right. Right? I don't think they can actually pay it off, but they've got a printing press. Which just means what? It's just going to get worse and worse and worse until the central bank says, okay, we're going to stop printing the money. Here's, here's your comparison, Joe. Type. Your comparison to the denarius with, with the, what's just a $100 bills. You got the, you know, anybody that spends cash, you got those, the, the older $100 bills. They have, you know, they have the really old ones with the small president, but then you have the, the greenish looking ones. Now, the shrunken head president. Yeah, now, now we have the blue ones. In between, we got the bigger one with the kind of more of a greenish look. Now you got the blue hundreds. The blue hundreds essentially destroyed the value of the green ones. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. It's, it's funny to think, but but those those older $100 bills bought you more stuff, and the blue ones came in and destroyed their value of those older ones. I mean, it's, it's exactly oh, the same. You know, that's a, such a great point. I remember the first time I saw a $100 bill. I was, I probably was seven or eight years old, and uh, my my dad was part of this Optimus Club in, in Syracuse, and, and they did a lot of uh, charity work uh, for disadvantaged youth and stuff like that, and they held this, this poker event. And it was the first time I'd ever seen, and it was the shrunken head uh, $100 bills, and I just remember thinking when I saw it, wow. And I won't say the guys that, but Mr. So-and-so, Mr. Smuckatelli, man, he's rich. <laughs> he's got a $100 bill. Look at the three digits on that paper. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, and now today, does anybody do a $100 bill? No one even bats an eye. You can barely get through a dinner uh, at a restaurant with that. Listen, you can't go grocery shopping at Walmart with a $100 bill. Can't get, you can't do it. It, it. It's amazing the devaluation that's that's. But but I guess my my biggest worry is you know when going back to that article from Forbes because it's 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 really scary how accurate he's been about what was coming. Yep, and the but timing. He says in this article. Almost like deflation, massive deflation is coming to the markets in 2022. After the melt-up. Because the Fed is going to have to take away the punch bowl. And that punch bowl is so big, to Jason's point, hey, taking interest rates to 1% isn't going to fix it. Taking it to 5% is not going to fix it, right? This is going to be uh, a shock to the financial system that 
the world has never seen. It's it, and it makes sense because the amount of of reckless money creation that they've gone through has got to be eradicated. Yeah, Joe, I think it's going to be an attempted inflationary recovery, which I think will fail. And then we'll have the IMF come in and be the, the new guy in the block, and, and the Fed will be destroyed. That, that, that could be possibly where we're headed. <laughs> wow. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. 800 uh, We've got one line open right now. The lead pipe stone cold lock of the week. I I mean, I had no idea this was going to be it. Uh, Yesterday, uh, we had 2,000 silver rounds walk through the door, and we come in this morning, silver's up almost a dollar an ounce right now, uh, bumping up on $25 here. Gold's up 20, but rolls of, of silver rounds at 580. A roll. It's you know we the cheapest anywhere out there. Uh, you know you're thinking about you're barely paying over four dollars an ounce, and who knows by the end of the day maybe under four dollars an ounce uh, for for silver. We haven't seen that in over a year and a half. Uh, it's just huge value when you compare it to where U.S. silver eagles are. I mean you're talking about paying. Uh, six and a half dollars less an ounce. Yep. Uh, that, that's huge. Value. It's even cheaper than utility silver, junk silver. Uh, that, that, that's in the low $30 an ounce range, $31, $32 an ounce range. Uh, so picking up silver rounds here. Through la- Joe, is this through, uh, through Labor Day? Is Are we going to go all the way through uh, the... Well, it depends. So we're, we're taking orders all day today. We, ha- we had 100 rolls. Uh, when we started, we got a lot less than that. So might not make it that far. <laughs> if we're getting close to being out, if we run out, I will because I have it online as well right now. Uh, if, if we start to run out, the price will go back up. Check uh, out fake otherwise, news. Uh, we'll try to do it through Labor Day. Ch- check fake news try. Friday at three, uh, two o'clock and three o'clock. Uh, the two-hour version of fake news Friday. Uh, we'll if we have any available, we'll push them on that show until they're out. We'll update it then. Yeah, but we shouldn't. Because that's how good of a buy this is. Uh, This has got, you know, if you're saying to me, what should I buy today, this is it. Uh, Especially if you're a silver guy, 800-951-0592. But we'll keep it at that price for as long as we can. Uh, And then after that, you know, we're probably going to be, my guess is, we'll probably be somewhere around $31 uh, to the ounce, something like that. Uh, again, silver's up 92 cents right now, 2480, uh, 2482. Silver, gold's up 21 right now, 1831. Uh, the, <laughs> the Dow's so funny. The overvalued, overinflated debt bubble stock market, it's only down 90 points right now uh, <laughs> after the jobs number with that huge miss. Oh, boy. 800 Coming up next. Our new show, the Half Empty Cup of Joe with Joe and Jason, uh, that's going to premiere. Our premiere show uh, will be today, and, and that's going to be replacing the Front Range News Hour. Uh, we're super excited about it. 
We're going to take you in all kinds of different directions. Uh, but one of the things I do like, Jason, we've got uh, Glenn Tate is going to be our guest today. Is that right? Yeah, Jack should be checking to see if he's uh, if Glenn Tate is so, so on. So hopefully we're going to have Glenn Tate because you, know, you think about what's happening in Lake Tahoe right now with the wildfires. You think about what just happened in New Orleans. Uh, of course, Glenn Tate, one of the premier guys when it comes to prepping. Uh, we're going to be great to get his take and little things that you can do uh, that in the case of an, um, that an emergency does happen, you can be a lot more prepared than anybody else. God bless everybody. Buy those rounds. We'll be back on Tuesday. Everyone, we're closed. The station's closed. Patriots closed uh, for the Labor Day holiday on Monday. God bless everybody. Spend time with that family. We'll be back Tuesday.